Oh, ah, well, let's fuck that up. Hey, everybody. So I'm... <laughs> Hi, I'm about to... Okay, folks. I think we have a poltergeist deal here. Voice coming out of the ground, calling himself the prophet, and... Yep. That's for sure a secret underground passage opening up. Oh, really? You want me to go down the freaky tunnel you open in the ground? You hadn't mentioned that. Anyway, all I know is this is something to do with the whole Fire the Prophet thing that I've been hearing about since I've got here. Honestly, I'm getting tired of all the spooky shit, and I just want to find Slowpoke and settle into a nice, easy dukedom. It's been a little disappointing so far. Lots of blimps and werewolves, yet not one coconut bra. Oh, hold on. Everybody's catching up. Totally. Like when I was a volunteer firefighter. Oh, did I ever mention I was a volunteer firefighter? <sighs> yes. We had to work out, like, all the time, and I got, like, totally shredded. Still got a few cans in the six-pack if you want to see. Kurt, hey... You want to do this profit thing, or what? Yeah, this whole disembodied voice thing is really starting to creep me out, man. You, Chud? You strike me as the brave type. <laughs> you guys all seem to know about this. Can anyone tell me what's actually going on here? The official council position is that we are not to interfere. We know only that the fire of the prophet is something bestowed upon new dukes as they come into their power. So then I guess I just... Walk into the cavern? What have I been telling you? Yes, go into the cavern, make a left, and go straight through the next two intersections until you hit a big stone door. What? Skullmonger? How do you know that? Long story. Okay. Hey, Kurt, can I come with you? This garden is creepy. Oh, yeah, I'll come too. Not my first dark tunnel passage if you... Shit. I mean... Perhaps we should all enter. Jeffrey's condition doesn't seem to be improving, and I believe he'd be better off indoors, as I've spotted several vultures circling overhead. Might as well. I'm betting I'm better off with y'all than not here by myself, right? Whatever. Okay. All right. Underground cavern. You can do this. Indiana Jones did this stuff all the time. So, Crystal, you, uh, do this kind of thing often. You mean... Walk into mysterious dark caves that just opened up in the ground? Yeah, that. No. No, can't say that I do. Cool, cool. Verily, Prophet, we seek the chamber of Athakinos to perform the rite of Galgoza. Dude, seriously? Later. Okay, we're here. Welcome to to the Blundasium. Finally! Something cool! Right. It was called the Jimmy John's Taste Explosion Banquet Hall and Convention Center before your uncle took power. Did it still have all the blood? Of course. Then whatever. Skullmonger, how did you know any of that? I've never heard of this place. I, uh, I read popular necromantics. The fire is an ancient arcane and eldritch power bestowed upon the city duke of Evil Island. But to prove his worthiness, 
this, the Duke must first pass the trial of really difficult tasks. Why does everything here have such dumb names? Don't sass the prophet! To complete the trials before you, it must be shown that you are a true leader with a worthy cause. And so you must choose three companions. But choose carefully, for you will need not only a champion of exceptional wisdom and clarity of thought. Okay, so Ergonk. Champion with unbreakable and inexhaustible will. Crystal. Hey! And one with a pure, untarnished soul. How about that guy? Uh, my name's Chud, and I don't know about the untarnished soul. I once used it a 70 cent credit that was left on the vending machine, and I never paid it forward. You know, I never did. Yeah. I got a good feeling about you, chum. I think you're gonna come in handy. This is my assistant, Graydon. Hey, can I offer you guys drinks or anything? Water, coffee, tea. We have seltzers as well. Please be careful. He bites. Some Darjeeling? The time for refreshment has passed. First challenge. Oh, well, good thing I came out here then. Guys, please let me know if I can get you anything. Shut up, Raiden. Prepare yourself, too, for the trial of really difficult tasks has begun. Wait, should I, like, stretch first, or...? Task number one, the mind challenge. You must answer correctly these riddles three. Eh, personally, I swore off riddles after that incident with what I thought was a sphinx, but it just turned out to be a really smart cat. Ergon. Do your thinky, smarty thing. I don't mean to toot my own tinidium, but I'm quite skilled at riddles. Very well. Riddle number one. Samuel was out for a walk when it started to rain. He did not have an umbrella, and he was not wearing a hat. His clothes were soaked, yet not a single hair on his head got wet. How could this happen? There are several potential solutions. Based on your wording, Sam could have been standing under an awning or anything that's not an umbrella with clothes that were already wet when he left the house. Or he could have had on a helmet or any other non-hat head covering, and his head would remain dry. Since you only specified that he was out for a walk when it started to rain, he could very well have popped into a smoothie cafe and spilled it all over himself while attempting to flirt with the cashier. Well, I, I suppose we'll count that as correct. On to riddle number two. David's father has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and... That's not enough information. Well, no, it is if you think about it. From the premise, I assume you're expecting me to say Pop, and that the real answer is intended to be David. Except that there's nothing to necessarily prove that David is a son, merely that David's father has sons. David can very well be a woman, or perhaps identifies outside the expected gender dichotomy. This, uh, this stuff normally works on humans. I'm not really sure what to, uh... It's right, you know! Shut up, Raiden. Fine, fine, if that is how you want to play it, here is your final riddle. If a tree falls in the forest, and there's no one around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes. No, no, listen. If there's no one to hear it, then how can you know? With a microphone. Uh, look, at this point, you're just pissing me off. But it counts as correct, right? Fine, fine, you know what? New rule. No one with tentacles allowed in the challenges. Well, that's racist. Yeah, that is pretty racist. Okay, chop chop. Challenge number two. Don't sass the prophet. Let's move on to the physical challenge. Let me handle this one. Are you sure? I mean, 
It is the physical challenge, after all. Uh, what are you implying? Oh, no, no, I didn't mean, I just... Pretty regressive, dude. Back off, I'm trying to help. Check your privilege. Oh, great, a white knight joust. Miss Sofala, before we begin, I must ask you to brush your teeth. Uh, seriously? Yes, there is a washroom right over here, and everything has been provided. I, uh... Okay, I guess. <laughs> so, do uh, any of you like play sport? No. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, any good concerts on the island lately? Sisters of Mercy came last September. No. Right? No. All right. Well, uh, how about a bit of profit humor? What did the bird hamburger say to the inattentive chef? Okay, I'm done. Very well. Now that the minty cleanse is complete, the true test of will begins. Brayden, bring the orange juice. No, no way. No, we can't do that. You're a monster. You were warned that it would take unshakable willpower to succeed. Do you wish to withdraw? I... I... Uh... It's okay, Crystal. Nobody here would blame you. No one could have expected this. It's fucked up even to probably Avroth. Totally. No, no. I, I can do this. Here you are, ma'am. What? That's impossible. Oh, oh, my gosh. Gosh. Way to go. Inconceivable. Impressive. Very impressive. We shall proceed to the next challenge. The challenge of soul. One among you must come forward and give of himself a secret he has never told. I once cried at the end of Encino Man. Never told. Yeah, everyone already knows about that. We actually heard about it before you ever moved here. She tells the story a lot. Fine. Christ. Well, I guess that, uh, that means this one's up to me then, huh? Okay. Well, I, th I think there is something that might count. I don't know, when I was a boy, we didn't have much money growing up, so Mama wouldn't let us keep weak pets, but... There's this dog that lived around the neighborhood. He liked it plenty. I couldn't steal food for him. Would have broke Mama's heart. But I used to hide part of my lunch in my pockets and go feed that dog every afternoon until Mama found out. And when she did, boy, I thought she was going to whoop me to the moon. But instead, she went up to the attic and got my granddaddy's old fishing pole. And, and she told me that that dog could eat whatever I would catch. Pretty soon, you'd find all three of us down there every morning catching fish and making memories. Yippie only lived a few years after that, but it made a big difference in our lives. After Ma died, I grew up and started making some money, so... And please understand, I'm only telling you this because you asked for something that nobody else knows. Well, I, I started to donate to the animal shelter in her name. As far as they know, she's the biggest donor they've ever had. I think she'd like that. So, there it is, Mr. Prophet. Yes, for a secret. And... That's the only one I've got. Good. Do your companions have demonstrated virtue? We move to the final task. As the Duke, you must prove your determination. This final challenge is the challenge of sacrifice. Choose, Duke. Choose who will. Man, Chad. Wait, what? Yeah, that guy. Very well. Hold on, I wasn't. Oh, 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 oh,
sacrifice comes in. Out of my mouth. Nice soul on this one. Uh, Hank, do you want me to hold on to it for you? It's pretty juicy. Nope, nope, I'm good. What the hell is he talking about? And how the hell does he know your name? I don't want to talk about it right now, Greg. They still don't know. Interesting. Moving on. I demand to know what... Moving on. Yes, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. I would listen to him if I were you. Skullmonger? Well, was that you? Seriously, later. Duke, you have proven that you are prepared to take responsibility for this power. All that remains is for you to become one with the fire. Sure. Who do we sacrifice next? What? No. No, all, all that sacrifice stuff is over now. What the hell is wrong with you? All you need to do is fill out these forms with your basic information, phone number, insurance policy number, etc. Seriously? Yes, and don't forget to agree to the terms and conditions. Your Grace, I would like to volunteer to be your emergency contact. Cell signal is not always reliable in the forest, but I am always available via messenger weasel and could arrive within a fortnight. Thanks, Ergon, but I think I'm going to go with Jeffrey. Speaking of which, how's he doing? He's still unconscious. Did you have to stab him so effectively, Kurt? Would you ask a butcher why he cut the bacon so thick? No. You just enjoy some nice, thick bacon. I'm not really sure what that means, but he's in bad shape. Hey, Prophet. You're magic, right? Do you think you could, like, heal my butler cousin? Worry not for your friend. I will attend to him while you complete the paperwork. Oh, goddammit. Coincidentally. What did Metallica say when they realized long hair might hurt album sales? Let's just cut to commercial. Are you a demon or sparsely worshipped god between the ages of 1200 and 3000? Are you tired of living peasant tribute to peasant tribute? Have you devoured the souls of countless others only to find that you've neglected your own? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, just know that when you're immortal, it's never too late for a career change. At Evil Island Technical Institute, we have counselors familiar with all manner of abomination to guide you in a fulfilling new career path that's right for you. Still don't believe me? Let's hear about EI Tech from one of our alumni. I used to go by Gurdon the insatiable, and my reign of terror over the Howling Valley lasted over a thousand years. But I never chose that life. I called Evil Island Technical Institute and it changed my life. Now, I love getting up for work and guiding my clients as their life coach. My bloodthirst is barely noticeable now, and people don't even call me insatiable anymore. They call me for help. Call 1-555-CLASS-ACT, or simply possess the mind of one of our waiting counselors. Remember, even immortals have room to grow. No, I'm just saying it's a little weird that he specifically offered you the soul. Plus, I happen to know that you haven't read Popular Necromantics since 2012 when they credited the origin of Klaatu Barata Nikto to the Evil Dead series. They should have known better. Besides, I, I read it in an old edition, and, you, you know, I, I just have a good memory, and I don't know why he offered me... Shut up. I'm trying to record a podcast here. Have you completed the paperwork? Yeah. And my good axe hand is all crampy now. 
Yes, all of this appears to be in order. Are you ready to receive the fire, Duke? Yes, finally. Good. But first... I hate this guy. You must choose your word of activation. The word which, when spoken, shall fill your body and soul with the fire of the Prophet. How about... Shillelagh? Or filibuster? Indeed, it should be a word you don't otherwise use regularly, but... No. No, I got it. Wainscotting. Very well. And now, Duke Kurt Von Tepp. The time has come for you to take in the fire of the Prophet. What the hell was that? Fairy dust? It would appear to be pixie dust. The presence of blues and violets are indicative of the western spotted pixie. Your typical fairy dust would consist of golds and greens. Not to mention fairy dust is mainly used as a marital aid for- Hey, I'm glowing. Yes, you are now one with the fire. I don't feel any different. What's the fire supposed to do? This power has been used by the reigning Duke of Evil Island for thousands of years to exert influence over the native species here. This can range from mere suggestion to complete domination of the mind. But be warned, the fire is fueled by the one it inhabits. You're telling me all this now? It was all in the terms and conditions. Nobody reads those. The fire holds influence over different creatures at varying degrees. The more intelligent the creature, the more energy that will be required. Be warned, any lycanthrope can be easily influenced while in animal form. But when in a humanoid state, the fire is almost ineffective. So then how am I supposed to use this to defeat Vicky if she isn't in whale form? That is for you to discover. Now I must take my leave, as my task is finished. Farewell, Duke. Can we watch something other than Doctor Who tonight? It's a good show, you've just got to give it a little time. Man, I thought that guy would never shut up. I heard that. Ah! You don't sass the prophet. No one asked you, lie monger. Jeez, you're like an old married couple. Just put Skullmonger's dark and obviously fascinating secrets out of your mind. Top priority is finishing this crap so we can save Slowpoke. That means stopping Vicky, so let's go. I'm feeling profitable. Your Grace? Your Grace? Jeffrey? Crystal has informed me that you have received the fire of the Prophet. You're alive. It took your uncle many years to fully control the power of the fire. Did you get it? Get... I'm, I'm sorry, get what? Profit-able. Hmm. You must begin training yourself to use the fire as soon as possible. No. No time. There's not even time for a montage. If my decrepit old uncle could do it, and so can I. Dude said it works on native island creatures, so... Ergunk, let me borrow you. Yes, Your Grace. How may I be of assistance? Tell me your deepest, darkest secret. I, um... I'm afraid I'm not prepared to... All right. Wainscotting. Out with it. I'm sorry, Your Grace, but I'm, I simply cannot... Jeffrey, it isn't working. As I believe I mentioned, it takes training. You must focus your thoughts and will those you wish to control into submission. Slowpoke is going to be devoured by that bitch any day now. So, I'm just going to focus in wainscotting. Urgunk of the many tentacled forest monsters, I command you that you tell me your deepest secret. 
I often go online and pose as a 44-year-old divorced human mother of three from Topeka in an attempt to solicit affection and sympathy from human males. Your Grace, that was incredible. It took many, many years before your uncle could control a sentient creature of Ergum's intelligent half as well. Congratulations. Good show. I did it. Good show indeed. I can control... Creatures... With my... Mind. Evil Island City Hall, Episode 7. Written by Paul Masseri, Nat Roth, Josh Price, and Kurt Schmidhuber. Kurt played Kurt, Paul Masseri played Dr. Skullmonger and Braden, while Julia Masseri hosted the EI Tech commercial. Josh was Ergunk and the Prophet, Stephanie Banty played Crystal O'Fallon, Jay Moses was back as Jeffrey, and the dearly departed Chud. MC Nelson took care of Avroth, and did an excellent subconscious Tom Waits impression with Gurgentol the Insatiable. Sound effects by Josh Price, All Sounds, and the Sound Effects Factory. Music by Josh Price, but Scott Holmes did that wonderfully happy commercial song. Subscribe to Evil Island City Hall on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Stitcher, whatever.